I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? When you have your foreskin ripped from you as an infant, yeah. you can diamond hand anything. Yeah, true. That's true. True. Capable yeah. of great powers. Yeah, that's cool. We should write a book about that. We what? should. Just losing my money. Well, we can use you <laughs> as the example. We can use, like, well, you. Well, let's Tom give me money. I just. You remember the, the highlights magazines? <laughs> no. Yeah, highlights. I remember highlights. You remember yeah. highlights? Remember Goofus and Gallant? Yeah, right, we could make you gallant, Connor, and you goofus. I, I see that as an insult. You should. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good Halloween costume, Mike. Would you look like just an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. So just just going, oh, I just, just wear what I'm wearing right now. The only problem is uh, goofus is the the brunette and gallant's the blonde one. Because oh, okay. it was all very subtly like... Look, all of Hollywood's gender swapping people. And yeah, that's yeah, we, we can, can, we can, we can at least just leave well, hair the hair swap. Yeah. Hair swap. <laughs> I'm a woman. Uh, like, we need a woman, actually. <laughs> refer to me as she from now on. Goosefa. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it'd be so e it'd be so easy to be rich if I was a woman right now. Yeah. How big would your tits be? They'd be like average. I wouldn't be too much. You want to like? I I've talked to some girls with big tits and like it sucks. I've known them to get. They but they're lying to you. Yeah. My friend Kelsey, she got breast reduction. She's a criminal. That's yeah. I know. I told her I was like, "That's a crime." They're huge. Yeah, they're nice. Double like, like porn star tits. And she got them reduced. Yeah. What does she do for work? She works at a bakery. Oh, so she's not an athlete, so she doesn't no. have to worry about how she's Why moving. Just go to the gym and she work was out built your back like muscles. Sarah J. You know what that is? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. She was built uh, like Sarah J. <laughs> I was like, you ruined you ruin your tits. face better than Sarah Her J. Her face is a little busted like Sarah J. That's why I always like put two and two. But well, that's good for boys like you, because you're going to see the body. I hit it from the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can well, still feel saying, everything in the dark. Yeah. 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 I was saying, for most, most women, I'm sure that's a burden, but if you're a baker, you just slap the dough with it, right? You can roll, roll it. Roll it. Rolling pin. Built in. <laughs> okay, that's good. Hi, welcome to Roast Mortem. You belong here. My name is Tom. I'm Travis. I'm Michelle. I'm Connor. <laughs> Why, hello, Michelle. Well, thank you. Know. you. Uh, yeah, stick around tits. for our Goofus and Gallon financial spin that we're working <laughs> on, I guess. I'm financially just devastated. That's good. That's one of the lines that I've been feeding you. Thank I'm, I'm going to hold up cue cards all night. Thank just you. talk about your finances. Yeah. That's, that's your catchphrase? <laughs> yeah. I am financially devastated. devastated. <laughs> that's the last panel of every comic. <laughs> that's why I shaved my head, because I, I don't want to buy shampoo. That's good. Yeah. And also <laughs> cheaper than an head. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Jeff Bezos did. That's why he's a billionaire. That's why he's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Shave, sh shaving money. Yeah. Shaving <laughs> all that. Yeah. Shaving cream lasts a long time. Yeah. What's going on? What are you doing this week? Uh, just uh, you know, just being a woman. Good. <laughs> yeah. Being sensitive. Somewhat. Uh, Mercury's in retrograde. You know. Okay. Is that time of the month? Uh, almost. Almost. How, how often is Mercury in retrograde? Uh, some bitch is always talking about it on Twitter. I'm like, what? <laughs> it seems like it's constantly. Yeah. It's always, yeah when is it so. not in retrograde? It's funny that even though girls claim they're not into it, like you meet those girls, oh, I don't care. They know everything about it. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's like, I know everything about it. I don't. I have no idea. 
I only figured out I was a Libra within the last couple of years. Never, never knew. I am cancer. You am, you am cancer. I am, I am cancers. Are you sure? No, you're not. Uh, no, but I am. You're the same one as me. Yeah. But I forgot what it is. We're cancers. Right. On the internet. Okay. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. You're both cancers. Mike and I are both Libras. We're lesbians. I think we're- Welcome to Rose Astrology. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're actually making up for last week. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about multiple victim abuse. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, well, actually, we're not making up because we're going right back in. Right back in. This is going to be worse, right? So, yeah, well, hold on. Before we do that, more weeks. Travis, you were upstate? Dude, yeah, I was upstate. I just am basically a contractor now. That's I got cool. a lot I can of, tell. You yeah. look like one. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I smoke more cigarettes. I'm already on painkillers. I had, like, mouse droppings fall in my mouth, so I'm probably going to get, like... <laughs> Your political leanings are going more and more right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though I'm part of a union now. Yeah, because, yeah now you, you know, hate unions. Now you're in them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was tearing down ceilings, ripping down wallpaper, upstate. I saw a gopher, and it went under my house. Nice. <laughs> That's not good. I don't know. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Gophers are good luck. Are they? I yeah. We could, we could just uh, say that. I'm going to sure. go along with that. I'm so yeah, they're good luck. If a gopher sees a shadow, it means that you're going to get jelly the next day. There's got to be, you know how there's all those stupid days, like, you know, like half of a donut day or oh, yeah. bicycle yeah. people day? Um, it's a real thing. Have a donut? Day? I don't know. There's just so many. Of them <laughs> There's between like five and nine National Donuts Days, according to Instagram. Well, I back that. It happens Ridic- every like four months. It's Ridic- like National Donut Day. I think it's a bad holiday though. No. Oh, is there a Gopher Day? Is my question though. Pro- probably. Probably. It, it's when the University of Minnesota plays football. Is that where they the are? They're the Gophers. Are they the gold, they're the Golden Gophers. Oh, oh. No. Yeah, mine was more br- like turd brown. But right. uh, Con- uh, Connor, how was your week? My week was good. Um. I stayed up until 4 a.m. on Saturday night, just uh, drinking and listening to classic pop punk tracks nice. with uh, Lizzie and my sister and my sister's friend. So it was just like being 16 again. Can't handle a hangover like I did when I was 16. Yeah, you were uh, shot yesterday. I, Sunday was a complete waste of a day, and I still worked for four hours, and so, I don't really remember much of it. So you're talking about like some 41 and like that type of yeah, so like 41. Blink Way Two, Chevelle, um, who else? Jack's Mannequin. Redo- it was all the classic Long Island puddle of mud. Puddle of mud. Oh puddle yeah, mud. definitely some puddle. You of doing mud whippets? No, just drinking. Uh, all right, hmm. just drinking. What were you guys drinking? Uh, well, just the usual beers. But then I did get a special beer for to enjoy with my brother-in-law. I got a Golden Drac Triple, and I got like the big wine bottle version. Oh, okay. Mm. One of my favorite beers. That's it's cool. basically a wine. It's twelve percent alcohol. Oh. It's like beer wine. Yeah. That's exactly what I want beer to be. That's awesome. Yeah. We should get your sister on the show. She's actually funnier than you. Oh, yeah. She's absolutely. She's way funnier. She's witty. Me. Yes. She's sharp. Yeah. She's funnier than me, I think. Maybe not. Tom, but, um, you were also upstate like me, and you were uh, on Long Dogs. Yes. I had... I could go on about this weekend. I was upstate. I did a tour of upstate. Um... I went up on Thursday to meet up with John Allen and Courtney, and what we did was we partied and we got drunk in Rochester. Ah, that's right. way up there, yeah. beautiful place with their abandoned subway system. Yes, and Is that then really a thing. Then cool. the next day, I woke up and we rode horses. That's and, uh, that's idyllic. It was cool. Yeah. I uh, sent a picture of the Discord. I look really big on that horse. Yeah, although. <laughs> it was big. 
It's something that Google did or something with the photo transfer. It was like, oh, you look like a cartoon. Bad lighting. <laughs> you look, like, look, look how big and white you look. Um, and we went to Syracuse the next day. We hung out. Then we had a wedding on Saturday in Catskill. Now, the wedding was fun. The food was not, not good at all, but the wedding was a lot of fun, which was... The food thing was weird because the guy getting married was a chef. Huh. And it was so bad he must food? Pe- yeah, it just was... Like, they did this whole, like, look, we're rotisserieing individual pieces of chicken, and then you eat a piece of chicken and it tastes like a, like rubber? a rubber Ugh. eraser. Ooh. It was bad. Tom, we were probably we were probably pretty close to each other. I was just up in Catskill on Saturday, too. I know. The timing was just off... One more story about Catskill, though, because this was the highlight of the weekend, even though I rode a horse, which was crazy. Um, We walked into a bar across the street from our Airbnb, and they were singing karaoke. There was about 15 people in the bar, maybe 20, and it was this very somber environment. (laughs) Weird for karaoke. So every song that everyone was singing was really sad. That's huh. the best type. Sad boy karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the type of people there, it felt like we walked into a TV set, like it was cast. Like, like there was a 93-year-old man sitting at the end of the bar, and every time someone finished, he would yell, get him a water on me. <laughs> every time. <laughs> and like like every type of person. There was like, um, like no one seemed to cut. There was like a farmer guy there. <laughs> There was like a Latin gay dude there. There was like, it was a, like a everyone. Fat chick. It was everything. It was everyone was doing a bit at this bar. It felt like a bit. But what happened was is that apparently the bar was closing down that week, and that was the last time these people were going to be able to do karaoke in their beloved bar in Catskill. Oh, oh. so that's why they're doing the sad beer song. Right, and we came to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt like I was thrust into like a, a Fellini movie. Oh, it was just bad. It was horrible. The lighting was weird. And the last song was this guy who was wearing this uh, Dolce & Gabbana. Like, it, it, I don't know. It was definitely a knockoff. It was like a white button down and Dolce & Gabbana like <laughs> in foil printed all over it. And he was he went behind the bar and was hugging the bartender who was crying <laughs> the entire time. I was chuckling. This is a was weird he, vibe. Yeah, yeah was, he was, singing, was he singing Living La Vida Loca in the minor key? I don't even... Yeah. <laughs> He was kind of dressed like that. Uh, but anyway, it was the, one of the weirdest experiences of my life. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, you Everybody know, right. knows your name. Yeah, it was very <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I feel like I'm taking up too much airtime with a dumb story. What'd you sing, Papa Roach? Cook my life into yeah. pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I would Sorry do. Sorry the bar's going out of business, everyone. Yeah. Oh, it was so <laughs> weird. Missing my baloney. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, my actual thought. See, I was mad for some reason. I couldn't put my. The yeah. lady charged me so much. We got three drinks, and I ended up spending like fifty five dollars. Why did you sing? Well, I got one double double whiskey, and then Gab got two drinks, and the bill was like fifty two dollars. Inflation. They're closing down. <laughs> The bottles are going where? Yeah. Where the fuck? What's the overhead? You're closing down on Thursday. They asked us to come back. They were like, yo, come back Thursday. I was like, we're not going to. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, so fuck them. I'm glad that bar shut yeah. down. Good riddance. That's what I meant to say. 
Sorry, I was a little lost. I had my brain all over the place. Thinking about the dogs, the long dogs, all that. Okay, Kinski, part two. Let's go right into it. Hell yeah. Uh, we left off last episode with Klaus Kink- Kinski. Kin- Kinky. Uh, Kinski movie career. It was taking off, and uh, he was having sex with a lot of women, some of them more consenting than others. Oh. He goes out to do a movie in the Himalayas. Now, as he does... The movie's not that important to him. He just feels like a whore. So he's got to go look for a prostitute also to shoot right. off. Oh. He claims his true purpose in the Himalayas was not for the film, but it is to piss semen into any old hole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, f- but we're talking about like uh, people, what are those guys called? The little Gurkhas? Sherpas? Sherpas? <laughs> Gur- Gurkhas? <laughs> yeah, the Sherpas? Yeah, those little s- sunbathed uh, Gurkhas. Yeah, their women are meant to carry seeds up the mountain. Spring seeds. Yeah, that's a. That, I, I've never. I can't imagine one of those people naked. Actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Piss semen is also just a phrase I'm not going to forget for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's the new way I'm saying it. He says it a couple times throughout the book. <laughs> to find a special woman, he's looking for a special one. So he uh, goes finds a cab driver, and the cab driver's like, "Um, I got one for you. Twenty minute drive out into some dirt mountain shit town." And he brings him to a door, and behind the door is a seven-foot-tall woman. Nice. Oh, wow. Amazon woman. Um, he oogled her, you know, looked at her a I lot, it. and immediately stepped in the door and just started, um, what did he say? Oh, yeah, gobbled her tits for what <laughs> seemed like forever. After shooting his first load, he mentions, uh, he motions to her to join him by a mirror and asks her to bend over. He remembers his lessons from the Cossacks and jumps on her back and rides her around like a horse, (laughs) using her braid as reins. Nice. Um, Oh, man. So he hates the film he's working on. He doesn't even mention it. He's only thinking about the giantess the whole time he's on set, but he can't find her again, nor can he find the cabbie who connected the two. So he basically loses a bit of his life there. Oh. In the, the base of the Himalayas. He should have just stayed there forever. Probably would have been much happier. Yeah. He could have found her. It would have taken like two days. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. Should have just paged her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so isn't that a hot text message? How hard can it be to be like, you know, the giant woman that lives nearby? Like, someone else aside from that cab driver must have known. Yeah. Right? That, <laughs> true. Or maybe not. Maybe he was a pimp. Mm, maybe. Or uh, maybe that's just called a Tibetan romance. <laughs> Good point. She was probably really short. I picked yeah, up and sucked his dick like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen one of those pornos? I saw one of those. It's pretty funny. I, think I talked about it on the show before. Yeah, I think once before. Yeah, you mentioned you do curls. Yeah, they you... curl and they suck the dick. <laughs> like, we need, to find, we need like... to find you a seven foot tall woman. Yeah. I'd love that. Just car- need... carries you around with a little baby. <laughs> baby needs his milk. <laughs> Mommy needs her milk too. Oh. See? <laughs> In Prague, he falls in love with another actress named Beatrice, who is uh, just as sexually liberated as Klaus. How is that possible? I guess she, yeah, she, I guess he's implying he got raped by it's her. Like, but he was into it, so. Was... He's, you can't, you can't rape the guy. He's unrapeable. Yeah. There's actually yeah. a story when he's in Morocco. I, don't, I didn't write this down, but now that we're talking about it, he's in Morocco either later or I don't remember when. But uh, he's talking about how he's banging this prostitute, and then on the way home, there are two guys who surround him and try to rape him, and he reasons with them, and he goes, 
guys, I've been fucking all night. I can't do it. <laughs> that's a valid reason. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, his butthole must be really tired. He needs a uh, nap. Yeah. We'll let him go. Yeah, yeah. We'll I'm find not, someone else. I'm not even going to get off on that. So uh, he's married to Biggie still. Um, <laughs> but he wants the other Biggie. He's Yeah, he's mm, Bingus. <laughs> um, Beatrice it becomes the new obsession. Um, she's friends with Federico Fellini. The two meet to discuss a movie, but Kinski thinks Fellini is too weird and the money wasn't good enough, so nothing ever happens. Um, I'd like to be in a Fellini movie. Yeah. I kind of was. So is he like well-known at this point? Or yes. like like well-known normally or mm -hmm. just in the film circles? No, in uh, I would say films. A lot of directors are looking for him. Okay. Which mm -hmm. is interesting because he hates directors. Where's Beatrix? <laughs> I can never say that name. Beatrice. Where is she from? Actually, I don't even know. He may have said it. I, you know, I gotta. <laughs> we read his some of it. It's yeah. hard to follow. It is really hard. To <laughs> yeah, follow. yeah, yeah. Um, after his affair with Beatrice is serious enough, he feels obligated. Uh, he feels obligated to tell uh, Biggie the truth about it. This is the first time he's. Of course, he's uh, fucking bitches, but he's like, I need. Now a, I have to tell you. Yeah, I, have, I love another woman. Uh, <laughs> he decides to do it the night they fly to Yugoslavia. Um, Rip. So, so they can be on a, a shoot for five weeks. He's just like, oh, well, while we're on the way out there, let me tell you, I don't know if I can live with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it easier. Yeah. I'm in love with another woman and this giant that I'll never find again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give him the There's two other women, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to Yugoslavia. <laughs> yeah. Pack your bags. In the late 80s. Yeah. <laughs> or no, we're not in there. The 80s we are in, in the, 70s, I think right? early, no, we are in 62, wait, late 60s, early 70s. Late so we're doing okay. Biggie is heartbroken about the news of the other woman. Klaus gets her back to Berlin and continues flying back and forth from Yugoslavia to Rome to be with Beatrice. So every Strong. every weekend he's over with Beatrice. He's ignoring his young child and wife. Um, so he did have to stop at one point during this whole thing because he realized he got some gonorrhea from a hotel manager. Oh. So he had to get the sh you know the little penicillin mm, in the penis. Uh -oh. uh, little gorgonzola dick? I guess so. I just started seeing it. It's like, well, I can't send this to my lover. <laughs> Biggie and Beatrice, they were both aware of each other, so they both started whoring off more. Ah. This is obviously a claim. We him. don't know. We don't know how true that one is. Right. But yeah, he's basically saying like, oh yeah, Biggie all of a sudden started getting extra slutty and doing like weird shit that she was never into, just to, like win me over. And Beatrice was already like that, but then she's getting all competitive. This is according to the author of Kinski Uncut, Klaus Kinski. Correct. Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, and it was called Triple Anal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she pegged me. In the end, Biggie does win the battle. And Kinski moves in with them in Rome. Klaus also goes to Britain to uh, bake some English beans and nice. film something, of course. <laughs> He's always traveling to fuck first. Yeah. Imagine like, if he had Tinder, like, he'd be a fucking... He'd probably be dead. If this guy had the modern internet, he would never have left his room. He would have just been masturbating jacked. with like crazy flashlights the whole time. If That's true. true. Yeah, he'd be on the, one of those ones with the Amiglo or whatever the hell, where you just... Cycle through people. <laughs> and you're like, Bleh. Is that a thing? That was like 2012. Yeah. Or like 2010. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uvu. Yeah, Uvi. 
He just go to jail looking at like an eight year old's tits on <laughs> Yeah, oh, shit, I got a Oops. <laughs> Why can't I have my screens frozen? Shit. <laughs> Kinski meets Sergio Leone and is contracted to to do a uh, fistful of dollars sequel. A few more dollars. Oh, a couple I'm, extra. I've only seen the sequel to that one, A Fistful of Dynamite. Mm. That was a fun one. <laughs> you never heard? They of these sound movies? like funny movies. Yeah, they are funny. Oh, they're like f- weird Western movies. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, it's Italian. Cool. Like it? It's Italian. Italians pretending to be Western what? people. I might have seen it because my dad's always watching westerns, but I've never watched. Your dad. It. Your dad watches Gunsmoke. You're- that's all Yeah. John Wayne. Yeah. Is that you? Kinski starts spending time with his firstborn daughter more, racing to Munich whenever he's in proximity. He wants to be a good dad, you know, as crazy as he is. What about his other kid? Yeah, he sees her too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be better with the first one before you can move on to oh, another. True, true. Daddy, why is there pus coming out of your zipper? <laughs> oh, uh, here Creatures. we go. Koskinski ventures to Morocco to shoot a English movie, an English movie. Pardon me. While there, he describes having sex with a hideous Arab chick. "Quote: Her hole <laughs> is as hot as if she wanted to boil my dick." <laughs> oh God! Wow! Sick! Oh man! That was so good. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know hot pussy? I don't know. <laughs> Better than, like, fucking endless void pussy. You ever had that? Well, I mean, I'm... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to incriminate Tom. It's yeah, also I'm better sorry. than a hot Carl. A hot Carl? What is that? Like a fucking Cleveland steamer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hot and ready Little Caesars. Yeah. That's what that makes. But the way that, that, that does not turn on at all, this boiling vagina. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. Maybe it is. Yeah, Mike. You know, man. Maybe you'll f- find out how awesome it is when you finally go to Olive Garden. You'll understand the hot Carl and boiling vagina. Go, to Mike. Go to Morocco and bang abroad. <laughs> yeah. I need the money now. <laughs> Spend it all. Give me the rest of the funds. <laughs> You're gonna bring in a gun next time. I know it. Uh, <laughs> while filming a movie in Italy, he's riding a horse that freaks out and crushes Kinski against a wall. It almost paralyzes him. He was pretty injured for a while. He's bedridden for a few weeks. Of course, uh, he's there and cunning enough to convince a nurse to ride him without putting pressure on his abdomen. What? Oh, my Ooh. God. This dude is a fucking bullshitter. There I don't know, yeah. dude. I read a book. It's in a book. It's in a book. Yeah. There yeah, are some things I'll question, but that one, I mean, why would he make that up? I mean, Connor, you're a librarian. Every book is true. Fact. Especially that one, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, where the actor just killed his mom. Oh, I, I was reading about that today. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's really? crazy. Yeah. One of the actors from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and what was the TV show he was in? Uh, Riverside. Riverdale. 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 Yeah, yeah, Riverdale. He was like a minor character in both of them. Um, killed his mom and then drove and was going to do like a mass shooting and then had second thoughts and turned himself in. Well, first he was going to kill Trudeau. And he was oh, like, yeah, that was no, 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 oh, no, 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 yeah. no, I'm going to just do a mess. Now I'm just going to do a mess shooting oh, and like had yeah. bombs and all these like, guns in his car. And then was like, wait a minute. N- I guess not. I'll just spend the rest of my life in a jail cell. <laughs> well, I hope his mom was a bitch. <laughs> That's what you just go. You have a bad day. You just go watch porn. Jerk off. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> what if he doesn't like porn anymore? Who, then you are lost. Yeah, you, <laughs> you are, are very lost. lost. You, should, you should do a mess shooting. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You need something to get out. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see, where are we That's great. Yeah, I, was re- I literally only remember about that. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun. 
A doctor tells him he's not supposed to do any serious physical acting for the next few months, but within a month, he's filming Carmen Baby, which apparently required all kinds of athletic feats. Wait, Jackie Chan was in that one? We'd have to assume so. No, Jet Li was. He was absent for this one. (laughs) Jet Li. He's uh, in a lot of pain still, but he wraps up Carmen and flies to Brazil, where he is bummed. uh, He's in way too much pain to enjoy Carnival. Oh, which uh, mm. that would be February. That's so, too bad. Pain in the butt. Did he put a big bushel of bananas on his head anyway? He probably did. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hung out with a Carmen Miranda type. Yeah, probably raped someone. You know, casually. most likely. I mean, pff, this is what he's doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he does bang some Brazilian butts. He said so. So we're gonna have to go with it. yes. Then he's off to Hong Kong, but this time he's bringing the wife with him and the uh, the little kid. That they had together. That's and they're going to meet Jackie Chan. Yes. This trip was another <laughs> right, nightmare sure. for Biggie, as Kinski was flirting with the Chinese stewardess uh, right in front of her, didn't even get off the plane, ah. and uh, even, even asking for her number and address right in front of her. <laughs> like over, yeah. like she's sitting in the aisle seat. He looks leans up, what's the number, baby? Yeah. <laughs> God, is this your wife? Don't worry about her. She's into it. (laughs) Kinski spends 10 weeks in Hong Kong fucking two actresses he's working with, uh, of course, at the same time. You have to. Then he's back in Rome. Drama unfolds in Rome, and Biggie moves back to Berlin full time. Kinski shacks up with Susan Moratti. She's uh, one of the wealthiest women in Italy, of course. Now Now you're showing off. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. Susan B. Anthony, man, she's really wealthy. She's <laughs> <laughs> on the coin. Is that how wealthy she is? <laughs> the following years were, uh, let's see. I don't know. They, they were they were kind of boring. Okay. Uh, Whoa, they to, just having sex anymore? No, he's having too he's much sex, it? but it's all oh. the same. Like, as I read the book, yeah. it's just like, then I had, you know, then I had a blonde little, you know, bakery bitch, and I fucked her up the ass, and that, he's just reading things, you're reading things like that, it gets tiring. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm get, not a woman, I, mean, I don't get off to, like, these, like, oh, erotic novels. Like, I need to see it. <laughs> also, he doesn't seem like he's writing it really like an erotic novel. No, yeah, he just kind of comes off like a report. Like, yeah. Then I banged this lady. Then I banged this lady. Then it's, I did this lady. Yeah, spank kind journal. of. That's what it is, a spank journal. Pretty yeah. much. You know, people have spank banks. This is a spank journal. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he does... <laughs> he totals four of the seven Ferrari he owns in the uh, in the 60s. So we are in the 60s. So yeah, during the 60s, he owns seven Ferraris, crashes oh. four of them. In total, he trades in 16 cars. Ooh, um, a lot of gas. I'm just saying, if you own a Ferrari, best place to put it is in the side of a building. Yep, <laughs> that's how you know you're really owning a Ferrari. Fair enough. That's it's so, the metal. What do they say in German? Fufenagen or whatever the hell that is? Farfenugen. Farfenugen. Yeah, the yeah. joy of driving into a wall with a yeah. Ferrari. <laughs> I'm learning right now. I hate those Italians. Gajank. <laughs> Kinski meets his next wife, Minho. Genevieve Lonick. She's a Vietnamese model. But the way I wrote it under Ferrari, it made me think of a Vietnamese model. You know. A Vietnamese Ferrari? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just a little right. motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> papes. They have a bad relationship. I don't even want to... It doesn't matter. Yeah, tell us about it. No. Was <laughs> he like beat the shit out of her and she fights Kind of, yeah. Or he's like, this is... At this point, he's... 
in his late 40s, so he kind of calms down a bit. He's still banging on the side, but not constantly. It's probably yeah. harder for him to get hard. Probably. No Viagra yet. Yeah, he's just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I need a beer. Um, can you crack me one of those, Mike? Just open that box there. Open that dear box. Thank oh. you. Not really. savage. Put him in the fridge, man. <laughs> okay, enter Werner Herzog. Hey! Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you, what do you want to tell me about Werner Herzog? Oh, really? Werner? Werner Herzog. His name is Werner Herzog. from Austin Powers. Perfect. So yeah, he was. That's it. For those of you who don't know, Mike, I'm assuming the audience knows, but for Mike's sake, He's a German filmmaker who would later become an icon in German cinema. Born in Bavaria in 1942, Herzog had his own strange experiences growing up with Kinski. That sucks. Uh, Wait, when they were growing up, they had experiences? So, yeah, there? there's about a 20-year difference between the two, or 18-year. Uh, okay. Uh, Herzog being younger. When Herzog was a young boy, his family lived in a boarding house with none other than Klaus Kinski. Whoa. That's a good role model. That means there's a non-zero chance that Klaus Kinski banged his mom. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> everyone he knows. Yeah. He probably called her a cunt and shit. Yeah. He was like, I sweet German cunt. Let me describe <laughs> your mother's like hole to you. Schnitzels. Yeah, it's probably his son. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, maybe. Papa. Herzog was astounded by Kinski's antics. Once, Kinski locked himself in the boarding house bathroom for 48 hours, yelling at the top of his lungs and smashing each bit of porcelain into dust. Good way to spend a weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is why <laughs> this is why you don't rent Airbnbs to Mike. He will do what this. What do you mean? I'm a good renter. Mm. Do you clean up after yeah, yourself? I'm very good. Why? Person. You're paying a cleaning fee. <laughs> I was gonna say a story, but it's probably too long. We're in SF. Oh, that. Yeah, tell that there, story really quick. I'm though. on fucking edibles, freaking out the first night. I crawl in my bunk bed. There's fucking Dorito chips in the bed. Oh or my mine. god! <laughs> I, I was like freaking out. And at the beginning, I'm like, oh, "There's bugs everywhere." That was yeah. I was that was a weird place. That was very staying. weird. Are yeah. you sure those just weren't bugs? No, they were Dorito chips. Oh, okay. so it probably was. But uh, we had just gotten into that room. Yeah. I, like, uh, was, okay. I went, the bed was made. I went under the covers. Is Dorito chips. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to be in the bunk bed to well, go you know, sleep. You know, back in the day, they used to put a little chocolate on your uh, pillow. Yeah, I guess yeah. That's yeah. just they yeah. Doritos. Yeah. Just in my bed. Yeah. Just a little treat. And just Dorito <laughs> chips. Dust. Come hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably cum everywhere. But that guy probably still a lot of cum. That guy. Oh, yeah. It was. Oh, wow. I, I don't want to bleep that out. It's <laughs> funny. He was in that room. It got weird. <laughs> uh, all right. Another time. Uh, he wit witnessed Kinski taking a run start and smashed through the door into the dining room to berate and assault the landlady because she ironed his shirts wrong. He was living there for free. He didn't pay her to do this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do you iron shirts? The wrong way every time. I just, you... look like, I just throw it out. I get a new shirt. Oh, yeah? yeah. Your new dress water. shirt? Yeah. yeah. Wear really? Once. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Dude. You get a little water and you spray it. Nah. Here we go. Take all your irons, go up to the tallest place that you know, throw them off the building. Because, let's get a steamer, dude. Life-changing. Fuck yeah. your straight. I should get a steamer. Yeah. yeah. Hang up the steam. I was dealing with that shit this weekend. Yeah. 
fuck that. I like wrinkles, you know. Why do I gotta? Why do I gotta be? Yeah, you know. <laughs> then you traveled. You know, you had to travel for every well, wedding. Why I gotta have why every have event? Wrinkles. It's like, yeah, I had to drive six hours. No wonder I'm wrinkled. Yeah, yeah. piece of shit. I'm here, aren't I? Mm. <laughs> All right, back yeah. to these guys. Kinski and Herzog. They had, they had a very weird relationships. Ships ship. They could be best friends one moment and about to kill each other the next. Kinski shits all over Herzog in his book. He doesn't say one nice thing about him. Um, he kind of like rants about him, really long-winded insults. Funny enough, Herzog helped him come up with a lot of those insults because <laughs> they were seeking out the sensationalism of their relationship. Mm. So that's fun. So we have one lie in the book so far. That's the one. That's the one, yeah. That's it. Everything else. Uh, Even the introduction of Herzog in the book is two pages long of insults about how he sounded like a fucking retard <laughs> when he first met him. It's great. It's actually a lot of fun. Kinski was a character that Herzog could simply not remove from his mind. With a decade of filmmaking under his belt, Herzog finally thought it was time to reach out to the madman and see if he would take the role in his new film, Aguirre, The Wrath of God. His people sent... Uh, Kinski's people, the script. Initially, there was very little interest. Does he have ever have interest? I feel like he just no, like, he says yes. He he wants to know how much he's getting paid. Right, that's the that's interest. It. It's right? the highest. Yeah, yeah it's the it's just the money. Yeah, but something clicked. Late one night, two or three in the morning, Herzog. He's sleeping, and he receives a phone call from what he assumed was a very sick man, ranting and raving out of his mind. It took him a couple minutes, but he figured out it was Kinski, out of his mind, screaming at the top of his lungs, saying he needed to take the role of Aguirre. All right. All right. He's in. Yeah. yeah. Kinski himself described the script as illiterate and primitive. <laughs> <laughs> this is because he's probably running out of money, and he's thus no more hard-boiled eggs, thus no more eating, yeah. and then he starts to lose his yellow hue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yellow anymore! <laughs> Kinski had started a tour in which he was doing a one-man interpretation of the New Testament, which he claimed was very important for him as a performer. But he cut the whole thing short, really two days into it, to fly to Peru to join Herzog. There's actually footage of this Jesus show on YouTube. It's pretty wild. So that's what the tour was supposed to be. I'm going to show you more of Kinski yelling later. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he's very ugly. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's off to Peru. Right. Now, you mentioned that he did coke for a little bit. Does he get back on the coke train? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We would have to assume at some point he had fun with it. Yeah. Um, there is a point in the book where he's mad that his wife is doing it, the new one. Uh, okay. Mm. But it uh, doesn't really matter. So I think his brain is just probably too fried with STDs where he just doesn't even need it anymore. <sighs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> There's something so primitive about him. The filming of Aguirre was a nightmare for anyone who had to be around Kinski. Kinski was the highest level of prima donna. If something bothered him, he would have no problem holding up the shoot for a couple of hours to have a screaming match with whoever rubbed him the wrong way. The book Kinski, uncut, by Klaus Kinski, is not helpful at all in telling the story uh, of, about this or any other shoot. 
He best achieves some kind of weird poetry throughout his descriptions of the books and shoots. I mean, not the books, just the shoots. So you got to reference these documentaries and stuff. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's just not helpful. Yeah. Like, he's like, the shoot was bad. That's all he gives yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We, we ate mud and, yeah. like, makes up shit. I uh, banged the catering staff's assholes one of the times. <laughs> <laughs> they asked for it. <laughs> Kinski fought with Herzog about every decision. Kinski claimed the reason Herzog had any success in the movie was because he took he took the reins from him, um, deciding what shots were good and when to move on. Every other actor he worked with in Aguirre was an idiot and easily manipulated by Herzog. Of course. This of course. sounds classic. Right. Uh, Herzog had an interesting way of wrangling in this insane man. He knew that Kinski was prone to breaking contracts and leaving films abruptly. He also knew that he hated directors. After some time on the shoot, Kinski was getting really fed up with a whole bunch of shit. Um, he started packing his bags and screaming at the top of his lungs he was going to leave the shoot. Herzog's all pissed off because Kinski's like threatening to leave. So he runs over to his tent and he says, I got this rifle and I got nine bullets. Before you make it around that bend, I'm going to put eight bullets in you and one in me. You don't Jesus. get the fuck back over here. Uh, Kinski claimed to have seen it as a bluff and was like, okay, but I think Herzog was serious. Actually, on this shoot, there was another time where Herzog was considering killing him in his sleep. Um, <laughs> See, that is how direct all directors should be. Yeah. You just shoot the actors if they don't do what, they, what they're supposed to do. Right like the deal. stupid monkeys that they are. Well, yeah, I mean, Herzog is insane. <laughs> and Kinski is even more insane than Herzog. It's yeah. just a really deadly combination. Uh, what was I going to say? So there's a scene in the movie where all the all the extras are supposed to be running in. They're, they're playing a crew under Kinski's character's command. They run to a village and ransack it for food. Um, his character takes like a punitive measure and goes up behind a group of men who are stealing a bunch of bananas and uh he starts swinging and slicing a sword and kinski was actually doing this oh wow he had like no respect for anyone so there was it's in the film there's the shot where he nails this guy in the fucking head and he definitely would have died if he wasn't wearing a like a prop helmet jesus oh, wow. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah it's wild didn't hold back one bit at another point in filming I, oh it was actually later that same day uh, it was like 30-something extras hanging out in the hut, drinking, playing some cards, re relaxing, doing that shit. And Kinski, just being annoyed with them in general, just shoots three gun three shots into the, the hut. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? He shoots off one guy's finger. Mm. Um, I would have sued that motherfucker. Luckily, that was like the worst thing. Well, they're in the middle of fucking Peru. There's like yeah. no one there. I'm assuming these extras are probably like they're locals. Peruvian. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're all locals. So I can understand why Werner wanted to have him killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he kicked his ass in or something. What a... Jesus, <laughs> my fucking finger! I would have spilled some ceviche on his head. Yeah, I would have done too. So there is a Herzog documentary about Kinski and these films he did with them. It's called My Best Fiend. <laughs> it's really good. It's on. I think it's on YouTube for free. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend watching it because you can get a little more insight 
into the madness of Kinski. Okay. Right. That's kind of interesting because we're doing it's all from the perspective of Kinski here. Well, that you was know, your source. It does change because okay. he wrote that book. The book was published in 1975. Okay. He dies in 91. Right. So a lot of shit happens after that, and that's just the published date. He probably mm -hmm. stopped writing around 73-ish. Yeah. Ah. So we miss a lot. So yeah. we have to refer to documentaries later right. on. After the shoot, Kinski and Min Hoi, his wife, I think that's how you say it, Min Hoi, they fly to Vietnam for rest and re relaxation. That's where she's from. So it's cool. He does a few more flicks for various producers around Europe, none of which he cares for. Uh, doesn't even bother naming most of them in the book. Damn. Wait, when did he go to Vietnam? Yeah, uh, like, wait a minute, we were in the 60s. In <laughs> we were in the 60s before? In the 70s. Oh, okay. This is in the 70s. Is she a refugee or some shit? Yeah, I think so. Oh. He tells a story about her, like, her childhood and getting stuck in one of those tiger pits. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Let's see. Kinsey describes a time when Min Hoi got up and left him in the middle of the night. He wakes up and realizes she's gone and enters a fit unlike any other, ripping apart their whole Rome apartment, running up and down, screaming for her, crying. Turns out she just went to go buy some eggs or something. And uh, <laughs> Needs more she eggs. comes back and all is well again, but the whole place is just destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> He's just drunk. Aguirre comes out five years after they filmed it. Kinski is appalled by the English dub, which is the master. So, yeah, I don't know. Werner was like, the official is going to be an English dub. So his voice isn't even on it. Wow. Uh, um, the film is a hit, though, and Kins Kinski is getting more press than ever. Uh, he gets to a point where he's getting so much press attention that he is able to convince, or not convince, just demand a, a female reporter if anyone's going to interview him. Um, <laughs> nice. It's got to have nice tits in order to talk to me. Pretty much. There was one who reported that he didn't answer a single question. He just tried to grab at her the whole time. <laughs> Kinski's son that uh, they have with Min Hoi. Daddy. Uh, Nan Hoi. He's born in 1976. Min Hoi decides she couldn't raise her son around a psychopath and left Klaus. I don't blame mm, her. Okay. The next chunk of the book is a bunch of poorly written diary feeling bullshit. The divorce with Minhoi, and then back to fucking a bunch. Um, a lot of it's about chasing Minhoi around the world as she travels, and uh, just skip to the next Herzog movie. Where in the world is Minhoi? <laughs> Nosferatu. Oh. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Yep. Filmed in Telk, Czechoslovakia. Kinski barely talks about the production in his book. In fact, he doesn't at all. <laughs> he was a little upset that he had to shave his head, but there wasn't really any headbutting worth noting compared I, to the last film. Yeah, so, he did have nice long hair, so I'm sure he, that was. He tough is ugly. Yeah, he I would say. Ugly, I would say uh, after like watching more videos of him and stuff, how much? I feel like there wasn't that much makeup on him for that. It was probably just like eyeshadow and a slightly sharper nose. Yeah, eyeshadow like, and change. I don't think they had the. It was just the teeth and then the ears. That was oh, the yeah. thing that took it, all day. Yeah, I'll pull up. A and he had long fingers. Of he course. might have just had that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think I'm cutting his nails that often. No. All right, Kinski Nosferatu. Images. I think that this is like the creepiest version of Dracula. Yeah, ever. it is considered one of the. Uh, though it is considered the best Dracula. Yeah, 
movie. Yeah, I think um, it was from the twenties. Well, was no sound, no no dialogue. Just that's the original. One. Yeah, 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 that one's really creepy. That one's creepy yeah. too. I feel like this one is like probably the closest out of all the other ones to emulate that twenties. It is. It, it's almost scene for scene. Yeah, they like Herzog. His whole deal with that is that he hated all these new German filmmakers who like the whole like German film world just disappeared after the war. Right. So it was all new stuff and they were there were so many people trying to do like this happy, upbeat, kinda entertaining thing. And he was like, No, German film is like has a history of being depressing. Yeah. Nosferatu, I think that was nineteen what twenty nineteen nineteen, nineteen twenty three, something like that. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, and just like piano, so, Werner piano. saw that, and he was just like, "We need to kind of visit our roots, and this is it's right. more of like a German expressionist I mean, kind of." Yeah, movement. you can definitely tell that it also is kind of like Doctor the uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari, which is another yeah. famous German one. You know, yeah, there was a lot of that and shit. Fritz Lang, yeah, we roasted him. Need to get back yeah. to our sad roots. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we don't have enough sad. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's see. So. um... He, you'd think it would be a pain in the ass for sitting in there for like two hours a day, putting on the ears and getting all made up. But Kinski had this soft spot for makeup artists. He saw them as artists, unlike directors. Oh, so he respected. He was he would okay. always be easy to work with. And for, also, if they're like doing your makeup, like their tits are probably dangling in yeah. your face the whole time. Maybe one of them's giving you a tug. Yeah, you well, know? even the guys. He was just he like those were the people he chummed up with on film sets. Okay. Okay. Him a he tug, you know? Hated the directors, loved pretty much anyone else. Right. Well, um, except for the extras, apparently. Uh, extras he hated. <laughs> uh, I don't think he liked sound men because he, that would be distracting having a boom yeah. mic over yeah. you. Craft services, best people yeah. on set. <laughs> <laughs> Since Herzog is crafty and he didn't want to bother getting another filming permit, they stayed in Telk, Czechoslovakia, and fi- filmed the next picture in 16 days. Wojciech? No, I didn't see this one. Oh, I look. This is the one that I like looked at images of. Yeah, he is so creepy looking in this one. Yeah, he is weird. He is strained. Creepier out. than the Nosferatu, I think. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll pull up that one too. Yeah, I haven't oh. seen the pictures. Because like Nosferatu is like, oh, he looks like a vampire. Dracula, yeah. Like, yeah, I've that's reckon. This one is like a a human man, and it's just <laughs> terrifying. What is his hair just growing back? Like, <laughs> no, it's really his, it's his eyes and mouth. Yeah, he looks fucked. Voice yeah, it's spelled real weird too. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah. Look at that, Mike. He's he's alright. Mike, I think you got to go for that look. Was like perplexed. <laughs> this is yeah. This is what the next cover of Rose Mortem's gonna be. It's gonna be Mike like that. <laughs> I did see a, a couple of those. Or, or that one. Yeah. The... Yeah, that was the one. Oh. So this like movie, I think, this one's on YouTube for free too. I gotta watch this. But yeah. The problem with these movies, this is actually one of the shortest ones, but they're all like oh, three yeah. hours long. Yeah, I think he was better without the hair though. The hair because it just shows how big his, his fucking head is. I like when you just Google him. The first default image that comes up is just fucking hysterical. It's like this bowl cut. Oh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> he just he's looks wearing, like every like normal jor- German tourist from the 1980s. Yeah, picture. he's wearing a that denim jacket, jacket and yeah. a t-shirt. <laughs> looks like such an average dude. Yeah, this is the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. like Bruce Jenner a little bit. Yeah, he's definitely cool looking. 
Yeah, well, then you see <laughs> literally any other picture of him, and he's terrifying. You know, he, he only lo- had sex after this photo was taken. He was in the middle of having sex. He looks like he should have played Key Man in like a live action <laughs> yeah. in this picture, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should put that on the Instagram art. Just throw that in the corner, like yeah, a little Gary mushroom, Busey, yeah. a little bit. Let's see. So they they sh- they shoom Wojciech, or however you say it. Vo- yeah, Wojciech. And um, these were the two easiest going of Klaus's and Werner's working relationship. Apparently, they beat the shit out of Kinski during Wojciech a lot. It was draining for him, but he loved the experience of it because he's a whore. You know, and yeah. he wants to feel like a whore. Um, Spit in my mouth. <laughs> Herzeg gets money from Roger Corman, nonetheless, to film his next South American shit show, Fitzcarlo. Uh, Klaus... Of course, he plays the lead in this one. Um, I haven't seen this one, but apparently what happens in it is it's about a guy who has to get a whole steamboat over a mountain. Oh. Um, oh, like from like one river to another? Or yeah, something? exactly. And uh, so he has to do that. And Ver- Werner Herzog goes, well, we have to do that then. <laughs> so he hires a giant crew. They get three of the same steamboats and they have to like push them over this mountain a lot of injuries on set oh, for this fucking one. Miserable. Now, Kinski claimed that he was a man of nature, that he loved being in the jungle. He'd take a photographer out with him, showing him enjoying the environment. This was the furthest thing from the truth. In the book, he claimed he would eat food. He wouldn't eat food provided on set. He, that he would hunt and roast his own stuff. But in reality, he was just a prima donna, as mentioned. So he'd spend most of his time in the tent or complaining about bugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of see this guy as a city, mo- a city yeah, guy. Nothing more. about yeah. what you've told us yeah. has made me think, oh, country boy. Yeah. Once <laughs> out in the fresh air. Now this one, I'm going to leave the audio for this in the episode. This is great. This is him yelling at a producer who's responsible for catering. This would go on for hours. <laughs> oh, wow. Just all the extras. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best time to take a drag of a cigarette. Yeah, so this is in the Herzog documentary, My Best Fiend. He's... <laughs> I'm wondering, do <laughs> I'm wondering if any of those extras know anything that's going on? They don't actually. They explicitly <laughs> say in here that they don't understand the None language. What's German. happening? Yeah. <laughs> on set, one of the crew's lumberjacks was bitten by a highly poisonous snake. With no hospital in miles, the lumberjack had to cut off his own foot with a chainsaw. Oh! This infuriated Kinski because he didn't feel like he was the center of attention. <laughs> oh my god. So he like evil deaded his own foot? Yeah, the guy had to cut his own foot off, and while the, all the commotion and people were trying to radio in, radio in helicopters, <laughs> Kinski starts screaming about the coffee not being hot enough. <laughs> For hours, yelling in Herzog's face. As there's a man without a leg. (laughs) Jesus, fuck. Um, During the same shoot, a plane that was carrying six crew members crashed. No one died, but a few were badly injured. While the production was put on hold to get aid for the injured, Kinski started ranting and raving. 
about the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like they should have just gotten the coffee right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. You know it's going to set them off. Complain once. Okay, maybe you're just having yeah. a bad day. Twice. That's a problem. And you're in South America. It's got to be good. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just tab it watery. <laughs> so Kinski claimed that he felt a connection with the indigenous people. He felt loved by them. <laughs> yes, in truth... He made the natives nervous and frightened. <laughs> I can imagine. Because it's the 60s, so there's an angry German man screaming near them. Yeah. yeah, they just had a whole bunch of them come in in the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> During Fitzcarraldo, on more than one occasion, natives came up to Herzog and asked if they wanted to, uh, if, if he wanted them to kill Kinski. Uh, uh, her, uh, Herzog would have agreed to if he didn't have more shots to take with him. Um <laughs> Was he that good of an actor? I guess so. I, I, like, this dude's kind of crazy, man. I guess you, the madness to the artiste, as they say. It seems a bit much, though. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a herb. Hmm. Uh, Kingsky said he kung fu kicks Herzog in the face for having too many takes in a scene <laughs> <laughs> where uh, Kinski is smoking a cigar and he got sick from it. So, uh, <laughs> bitch. Cigars yeah, are good baby. and tasty. They are tasty. After filming Fitzcarraldo, Kinski moves to L.A. It's time to be a real actor. Ooh, oh, baby. Now the craziness is going to get ramped up. Yep. To be completely honest, I did stop reading the book at this point. I thumbed through, but uh, there was not much useful information. <laughs> did um, he have sex at all? <laughs> there was more sex. There was more sex, but I was almost tired of it. Because yeah. it seems the same. It's not sex I'm having. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let, let's put it this way, Mike. When you jerk off to pornographic images... I don't do that. If you were to, <laughs> would you continue doing that after you've pissed out some cum? Yeah. You would just continue watching it? Oh, like for like the story? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I, I guess... know if she eats the pizza or not. It <laughs> <laughs> look good. I guess I'm the odd guy out. I, yeah, I usually... I assume they're eating the pizza. You never know. Sometimes it just cuts to black and you have to pay for the full video. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I want to see if Danny D actually catches the Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know if, if she really bakes the, the beans. <laughs> Where's this cab going? Is this a real cab? Where she get to her destination? <laughs> she was late. Wink, wink. Oh, jeez. It's all right. I stopped reading the book because it did just feel like a porn after I had already In a like, got my brain full yeah. of, of his semen, I guess. It was just like ramblings, really. He also stopped having funny sex. Like, the sex was funny, and a lot of it was about, like, his divorce, and it was just... Right. It's like Ron Jeremy sex, where it's it, sad. Yeah, it was sad. It's it's basically what happens when you move to L.A. You just become self-obsessed and sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. writes he writes a paragraph about, like, he gets a house, and he has a plum tree there, and he's like, this is the first time I picked a plum that Aww. I didn't have to buy or steal. Wow. Um, oh. So... It's like, this is dumb. That's when I stopped reading. Yeah. Um, also, the book is published in 1975 under the German title Ich bin zu wild nach denim Ebermund, which in English is I am so wild about your strawberry mouth. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. No so, fucking way. Now, this guy, yeah, he dies years after that. So there's a lot happening between when this com autobiography comes out. So, eh, eh. Plus, the last Kinski film, Cobra Verde, had not been filmed yet. So. Is it like a military movie? 
No, it's about a. There is a bit of a war happening in it. Uh, but it it's about a, like a Brazilian farmer who gets ripped off somehow, and he's I don't hmm. know. He's got to kill people. I feel like he's constantly being down in uh, South yeah, America. There sounds like it. He is. Well, I think Werner had this like hard on for that area. Uh, okay. So three documentaries worth watching in your own time is My Best Fiend, which I mentioned. Um, Please Kill Mr. Kinski by <laughs> director David Schmuller. I was going to show you guys a little bit of that one. It's only eight minutes long, and it does a wonderful job painting a picture of this madman. <laughs> I mean, I think I got it from this little tangent he's got on. We <laughs> yeah. got more. Yeah, the, we other got one, the other one on YouTube is weird. It's called The Viol Vi uh, Creation is Violent. Um, antidotes from Kinski's Final Years. It's strange because it's the first half's in English and the second half's in Italian, and it's not subtitled anywhere. Oh, <laughs> so I can only watch the first half. Try to follow along. You got to learn. Yeah. But this is where I saw the director of Skin Deep and Makeup Extraordinaire, Gabriel Bartolos, uh, tell many stories about Kinski. Uh, so I do recommend watching that. That's on YouTube. As, see what Gabriel Bartolos, uh, creative genius, says about him. Yeah, as uh, uh, Warwick Davis says, when there's grapes next to his head, right, and that, that aren't even in the shot, don't question genius. Yep. <laughs> so I resigned myself to a runaway production with Mr. Kinski. On the fourth day of shooting, I showed up on the set. The Italian producer had a pleasant smile on his face. He explained he had a solution to our problem with Mr. Kinski. He was going to kill him for the insurance money. <laughs> and he wasn't kidding. I waited yeah. to the nearest phone. He's not a Johnny Depp. He's not like a Matt Damon. I don't get it. Well, he's pretty good. Yeah. Kinski's pretty good. It's probably not as good as uh, Matt Damon, though. Yeah, I don't think it's as good as Matt Damon. How do you guys know well, I was watching uh, Goodwill Hunting last night? Really? Well, uh, yeah. I can just tell by your Boston it's accent fault, that's Tom. been coming yeah. on. Yeah, it's, it's Tom. It's not your fault. Yeah, yeah, and also, I don't know if he's as good as Donnie Wahlberg, either. <laughs> it's I, wanna, I think Ben Affleck should get an award sooner or later. I want to fuck Mini Driver. <laughs> <laughs> so even though Kinski was a world-renowned actor and put down contracts for all kinds of major studios and directors, he... Became best known for his low-budget horror movies. Mm. Um, they apparently the deal is is that they had such tight filming schedules, like the one we looked at now, Crawl Space, um, Creature, Schizoid. They only had him on set for like a week, right? And I guess they rolled to put a lot of the budget towards having him on, so it made sense for him to go make fifty thousand dollars for a week as opposed to a two hundred thousand dollar contract that would be like a month and a half, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Um, so he did a lot of those. That's why he has 250 films under his belt. Oh, Damn. Wow. All right. I or, see. They're always yelling action and cut. <laughs> yeah. Kinski wasn't much of a gentleman either, as we probably figured tell, out. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> One of the actors, uh, Flo Lawrence, said she felt somehow abused by Klaus King Kinski in a scene where just after the topless dancing one, um, topless dancing scene in Schizoid, Kinski started grabbing me and touching me in places that he had no business touching me. My acting chops went out the window. I should have slapped him, but I was just so shocked, and no one yelled cut at that point. Uh, so, yeah, he was just, I don't know. A little, what rape, we, little we, rape action going yeah. on. It's what we expect at this point. I feel like he has the face of, like, if you'd imagine, like, an alleyway rapist. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, in fingerless gloves and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely see him in gloves. Uh, 1985's Revenge of the Stolen Stars. Um, 
This one's funny. So he's so <laughs> difficult to work with. He's just given the director a really hard time. He hates the co uh, the star of the movie. Um, he refuses to sit in the same place for blocking ever. So if he does a scene and he's talking, you know, cameras where Mike's at, and they need to do another take, maybe where the camera's there, he would refuse to sit in the same spot. <laughs> so the director got crafty, and he was like, you know what, we're changing the whole script. He's a ghost. <laughs> and they basically just like cut him together like bewitched like he would just appear somewhere and yeah. say a line God. And, and Great at, the end, at the end of that film he went he he said he loved it he thought the the director was a fucking genius <laughs> incredible like, gotta reel him in and post exactly uh that would be director yuli lamel genius it's good stuff so look Klaus Kinski is pretty private outside of all the shit that we talked about. Um, we're going right to his death now. He dies November 23rd, 1991, of a sudden heart attack in his home in Lagunitas, California. He is 65 years old. That's pretty young. Yeah, well, he partied a lot. Had a lot of sex, though. A lot yeah, of sex. a lot of sex. Mm -hmm. A lot of dirty sex. Yeah, I can do you in. I mean, I think the grossest part that I remember hearing, besides, like, actual rape, that's not funny. But, uh, Depends. <laughs> was uh, the eating the dirty snatch? Uh, oh yeah, when he was like a try a wannabe sailor on the docks. yeah, and he oh, specifically yeah. oh. looked for the gross. Getting into character. I have one post mortem, but another thing I did find out is that apparently he wasn't even poor growing up. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that I found out after I was like, you really have to lie about everything. Yeah, it sounds better. It does sound better. I hope so the, to me, I hope it's the not giant a lie. test was real, though. I hope she was real. Which test? The giant test. Oh, yeah. I hope so, too, man. And I want to find her, too. I have Did, questions. Yeah. Didn't he say he like raped his cousin, too, in the 40s or something like that? Great question. Um, he definitely talked about or banging his sister. Set, or sister, that was what it was. So that book that, that I read, Kinski Uncut, okay. that's like the re-release that came out in 96. All right. It's five years after his death. They omitted a lot from the original book. Apparently it was way dirtier. That's impressive. Uh, it's really expensive. It's like two hundred bucks to get your hand on a used copy. Damn. So hence I, I didn't really know there was that much of a difference. So I didn't know I needed to seek seek out that kind of manuscript. Right. Also, it's all lies. So yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? So, uh, we don't know. We he probably he probably did. probably had sex with his sister. And also, in passing, one of these documentaries mentioned that. Um, he mentions having sex with his second youngest daughter. Oh, um, that ain't right. But that's false. All right. But here's a better one. In 2014, his youngest daughter, Paula, released her autobiography, Kindermund, in which she claimed she gives several personal accounts what it's like to be the daughter of the extravagant Efant Terrible of German cinema. She describes him forcing her into an incestuous relationship while her mother claimed not to have noticed. Klaus was dead for more than 20 years when, the, when Paula described him and his actions from her perspective. A Sunday Times book review describes him as being furiously intense, uh, disturbingly charism charismatic, emotionally extravagant, overwhelmed her with attention, gave her expensive gifts, uh, dressed her in the most beautiful clothes. Uh... He showered her with gifts and all this shit, but basically they were having an incestuous relationship. 
uh, between the ages of five and nineteen. Oh. Oh. So we're basically talking about like a Trump Ivanka situation. Here, Possibly. Right? I mean, yeah. but yeah. funnier. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, not as funny. I forget. Um, yeah. So it, he only stopped raping her when she was nineteen. She was so able to stand up for herself. Yeah. Um, oh God. Yeah. She God she damn. says that he used to send her out. Like as a teenager to go get condoms that he would use on her later. Oh. Like, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he said that the it, like he he would tell her when she was really young that this was really normal. A lot of people do this, Brainwashed, but because yeah. we live in this like backward society, you can't talk about it. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, well, that's poor Paula. She uh, she yeah. went a lot. Yeah, yeah. jeez. And then on a hell right now. Oh, Klaus Anna. sucks. Yeah, yeah. scumbag. <laughs> One of the reasons she claims to have written the book is because everywhere she went, everyone would talk about how awesome her dad was as an actor. Yeah. And he was like, he wasn't fucking awesome. He was a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> he raped me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, good riddance, Klaus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Burn hell, you piece of shit. Yeah. I, I don't like him. Ugly cunt. Yeah. He's yeah. ugly and he's not as good as Ben Affleck. Yeah. Not as good as Donnie Wahlberg. No. 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 Yeah. Well, few can be as good yeah. as Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. For me, as a person, as an actor man who likes the actors, he's definitely no. He's no Oliver Reed. No, he's not fun. I wouldn't want to get a beer with Klaus. No, he was annoying. Actually, if I didn't know he was a child rapist, I might. I want to see what happened. I would like to be at the bar. Yeah. 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 At not knowing him and just seeing him go down. I would yeah. not want to get a beer with him. Yeah. I would like to be having a beer nearby where he's yeah. having a beer. <laughs> he had this big thing, too. Like, if you wanted to pay him, if you, if you wanted him to go to premiere of the movie that he starred in, you'd have to pay him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And another thing he would do, like, Cannes Film Festival, he hated that shit, but he was there every year, not to go to the films, but just to get hammered and walk around and kind of just call people pigs and shit. Oh, I was I was right. going to mention that. I feel like we talked about him drinking in the be- last episode, but he was a drunk, right? Like, he, throughout uh, his life? or You know what? That's a good question. If you're an actor back then, you're probably drinking. Yeah, I agree. Probably a lot. Yeah. yeah I'd be drinking a lot. I'd be fucking hammered all the time. Also, back then, like, I don't know, drinking wasn't frowned upon that much. No. You know, people saw guys... When you see guys like Oliver Reed, you go, well, that guy drinks a lot. Yeah. But... If you drink like three times a week now, you're a drunk. Yeah. Back right. then, if you drank seven days a week, you were a drunk. You can get away with three or four. Uh, I think seven days a week is probably normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, Moderation. maybe. How many yeah. beers you have? I think it is normal. People should always drink seven days a week. Yeah. I think people should smoke about four packs of cigarettes a day. The more you smoke, the healthier you get. It's true. Mm-hmm. You cancel out. The badness by yeah keeps them. It's like uh, two negatives make a positive. Well, no, you're like saging your lungs. You're getting all the ghosts. That's out. what I think too. Yeah, uh, ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in science. And smoking is cool. <laughs> That's true. I've it been, is. Cool. I've been visited by it a is. ghost. Yeah, I like how we immediately change topics from Klaus Kinski. When you end on the child, rape, yeah, I don't you kind of want to get away from it. <laughs> well, yeah. we rarely have a subject where there's a punchline at the end. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not, you know, not to be edgy or anything, but that was like, the, that's why I told you guys not to Google him. Don't look it up. Yeah. Because it's like the first thing, it's the most recent news about Klaus Kinski. Right. He's a damn child rapist. Uh, not only that, daughter rapist. Daughter yeah. child rapist, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's uh. not a good guy. We can gather that. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, thanks for bringing in this monster. Yeah, a pile of shit. I good. think he might be one of the ugliest people. Oh, my roasted. God. Yeah. 
I don't think he looks attractive. Like even when he's younger, like yeah, I don't get why. Head is that's, huge. That's what I don't get. Is like you're like he's banging everyone. He's got money. Well, he says he's banging. Oh well, yeah, that's yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, he says he's doing. Yeah, he's raping. What do you mean? Like, well, he might yeah. just be raping. Yeah. Maybe like what 25, 50 <laughs> percent. He's doing the old Bill Cosby shit, probably. Probably yeah. dropping some in the drink when they're out. You know, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. love to read a Bill Cosby like. Autobiography where he goes into detail about that would be terrible. Oh god, that's like that would be some murder porn, you know, some true crime that would sell. That's what he should do. He should he should write it himself, Mm -hmm. do as real as possible, put it out under a ghostwriter. Every three to four uh, women podcasts will talk about it. Yeah, money, money. Okay, Mike, read us an excerpt from that book. Unlike the Pakistani giant, who in proportion to her body had huge, fleshy pussy lips, <laughs> Marilana had a tiny, chubby piggy cunt that vacuum pumps my cockhead like a pouncing mouth. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> Sometimes I crash in Sabbath's pad. Then we can finally fuck long and hard, and I fuck her not only from behind, like in the hotel, but also from in front, on her back and on her side. Or else she rides my dick, I eat her pussy, and she slurps my balls, my asshole, and my cock. In short, she fucks shamelessly like a good slut. I fuck Mary Lana only once because I always have a date with some other chick after the shooting. Mary Lana is horny, but she works a lot over overtime, so hardly ever gets to stuff a righteous piece of dick into her twat. <laughs> wow. Catherine Burkett plays my daughter in the gold- Golden Flick. When I fuck her in my hotel room, I really think I'm fucking my daughter. Scenes from the movie emerge in me. I see my daughter naked in the shower and I can't take my eyes off her. Can't stop thinking how excitingly slutty she looked in my wife's clothes. Now those images blend with the present. When she's lying on my bed, half undressed, her skirt hiked all the way up, and she childishly kicks around as I pull down her stained panties. Her piggish ass cheeks, her small belly, her trembling thighs, her mini cunt, Seemingly unfucked and uh, and offered for diversionizing. Though she lives with some old guy who probably fucks the shit out of her. Quotation, uh, was it? Commas? And as for, uh... What? What? <laughs> so, something like that. You were doing fine. PEMDAS, remember. PEMDAS. You're good, that's enough of this. Her yeah. curious asshole yeah. that keeps closing and opening <laughs> all her aperture shriek. I want to be your little wife. 20th Century Fox has made me a present of license plate that says, Nan Hoi. I want it so badly. I buy a Jeep so that I can get the license plate. All right, you're done. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Whoa. Wait, so people were surprised when this news came out in 2014? we had the signs. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was more... No, I don't think anyone was surprised. Okay. I think think Pola came out with her testimony and everyone goes, yeah, we had a feeling. (laughs) All right. I remember reading that in the book. (laughs) I had a hunch. Well, either way. Uh, that's Kinski for you. Well, yeah. Ooh. Rotten hell, Klaus. Yeah. yeah. Really shit. And yeah, movies suck. Well, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Well, I think they suck. Uh, I did. I did watch Schizoid, the one that he's talking about in there. And it is really. I was like, it took me a second because he spies on his like daughter, who I didn't know was her his daughter in the movie at first. I was uh, like, oh. Um, well, you know, I think I will borrow pissing semen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a that phrase. Pissing out yeah. jazz. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> yeah, you could borrow it too. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Klaus. 
Yeah, don't read this book. It's not very good. Uh, massive headache. Probably the the least amount of information I could use on a show. Uh, well, now I can't stop thinking about pissing cum. <laughs> <laughs> good. And neither should you, people at home. Thanks very much for tolerating that one. Yeah, if you really like this and pissing cum, go to rosemortem, uh, well, patreon.com slash rosemortemcast. If you please. like this too much, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> be or right give all. us money before you do it. If you were all at all aroused, yeah. uh, probably leave the internet and society. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> miss all your money and then leave. <laughs> we won't even tell. Um, Alright, well, I guess that's it. Signing oh. off for Roast Mortem Cats. It's been Tom, Connor, Travis, and your host, Mike. <laughs> oh! I'll take it. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Bye. Bye.